Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Are you ready? What's going on here? Resistance is futile. This, indeed you are, Paul, is in my hand, Fan Effect. Welcome to another episode of Fan Effect. I'm your host, Kellyanne Halverson, today. And Andy's going to try to make it in because we have one of our favorite things right now. We have our Megaplex monthly check-in. Sorry we missed October. I got too busy. And frankly, I was in Disneyland, so it's okay. (laughs) Um, But we're here now for November, and we have some really big shows coming up, uh, particularly with the Thanksgiving weekend. Disney has some good ones coming out. Uh, We have the big Ghostbusters coming out, which everyone has been so excited for. And, of course, we have our lovely friend, Jeff Whipple from the Megaplex. And the Megaplex is the sponsor of Fan Effect, so we are so excited to have here. Welcome, Jeff. Greetings. Good to be with you. This is so much fun. I am so excited. I really missed talking with you last month. Um, Well, this month, I should say. And I'm kind of sad because I missed a big event that we have been looking forward to. You had the big grand reopening of the Remodeled Gateway Megaplex Theater. Can you tell us a little bit about that and, and how that came into fruition, how it worked out? So the Megaplex Theater's at the Gateway. Uh, we we actually called it a, a grand opening. We it's, it went so far beyond a remodel. It's incredible. <laughs> we stripped the building down to the framework. Literally took out concrete mm-hmm. in the auditoriums that hold up the chairs. Oh wow! Because everything got replaced. Mm-hmm. It, it was a complete makeover of the gateway location, um, and it was months in the making. Actually, it it was in the planning process pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it, it's been on the books for a while. But we actually shut the building down went through this massive demolition to get things ready. And it's on the second floor of the gateway. So imagine having to haul out all the concrete and everything that went with it. The team was heroic. Not only did they have to tear it all down, but then they had to bring all the new stuff up, including new concrete and new foundation. and a, oh, wow. Just a heroic task. But the building is gorgeous. So nine brand new auditoriums, all luxury seating, 100% heated, those power luxury recliners. <laughs> they're they're phenomenal. So yeah. comfortable. You, you've like spoiled um, and, me with that because I'll go to like a, a live play now and I'm like, I really wish I had my, my heated Megaplex seats. <laughs> it, 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 it does. It's hard. It's like flying in a private jet, I think. You know, once you go there, it's like, really? You want me to sit with regular people now? <laughs> so anyway, that's the, the, the seating is phenomenal. And then the picture and sound in the auditoriums. Mm-hmm. 100% laser projection on every screen. So all nine auditoriums have laser projection. And then to add just one more level of wildness, there's Dolby Atmos sound in every auditorium. So a typical auditorium will have speakers behind the screen, up around, a couple around the sides, and, and in back. And we've got amazing sound systems everywhere. But this takes it to a whole new level because there are speakers throughout the auditorium, including position in the ceiling, so that when the jet is flying overhead at an angle, <laughs> it's going overhead at an angle. The sound travels with you. A rainstorm is 
just stunning in Adobe Atmos Auditorium. So the sound is so immersive. It is an incredible experience there uh, in every auditorium. And we did our, our grand opening celebration, time to the release of James Bond, No Time to Die, because laser projection and James Bond just seemed you know, a natural fit, mm-hmm. lasers and stuff, because that's the thing. So <laughs> we, we set up uh, a, just a really cool black tie event, did a shameless puns for our, <laughs> our the VIP guests. Uh-huh. We had uh, our food categories included No Time to Diet desserts and a, a host of other silly, just tacky puns, but See, we I, had a lot of fun with that. I, I love going to those events. Like, I had so much fun when it was the Ford versus uh, Ferrari, the big event there. So I was really sad I missed it, but... It sounds like it was just awesome, and it sounds like you know James Bond did real well at the theaters anyway. It, it has done really well. We had multiple locations in the top 25 across the nation. It's a fun film. It's long, so be prepared as you go in mm-hmm. if you still need to pick it up. And it released exclusively in theaters, which we appreciate. Mm-hmm. You know, the studios coming back at that level. Well, that's why and they waited so long, right? Is they wanted it big, to be released in theaters. Exactly. It got it got redated throughout the, the run of the pandemic, which was so frustrating, but mm-hmm. so worth the wait. Um, anyone movie. who's a Daniel Craig fan, the, the film absolutely delivers. It's still playing at Megaplex, which mm-hmm. is also you know so much fun. People are still still coming to see it. Between James Bond and Dune, mm-hmm. there's a phenomenon that's that's come back to Megaplex, which we're thrilled with. I, I think of them as Ferris Bueller Fridays. Friday afternoons, we'll see groups of people kind of leave work a little bit early and come catch a movie. <laughs> and they're going to see James Bond. They're coming to see Dune. It's it's really fun to see people coming back to the theaters, oh, even I, if they're skipping work. <laughs> oh, I, I, I've, I've felt that um, draw before. So I can understand that. Well, and James Bond was just so good like we got to see it in the theaters of course for for the screening and you know and i everyone i haven't seen dune yet i'm one of those people where i like to read the book before i see the movie and i was trying to do that with dune and i couldn't get into the book so i have to make a choice (laughs) but they're already going to do a sequel with with dune they've already announced that it's been so successful yeah they've they've announced it um fans were holding their breath because they released the film, and then they held it for. Uh, they held the announcement for a little while, and everyone was holding their breath, going, Wait, are, I, "Because because this version of Dune is very true to the book, mm-hmm. and it sets the the stage for so much that's coming. So it's a beautiful film, and it is so big. Uh, it, it's one of those epic films that needs to be seen on the biggest screen possible. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't come to see a megaplex, go find a big screen somewhere and go see it because." Really, it doesn't do it justice if you see it on a smaller screen. You're you're playing in a sandbox instead of seeing it in the desert. (laughs) (laughs) Literally with this one, or or Desert Planet at least. Um, Well, and you guys have it on the IMAX right now too, which is a lot of the reviews I've I've read of it and like looking at Andy's review when he did it, like big screen is is a must is what it's been saying, particularly if you can get it on the IMAX. The, The visuals are stunning and it was made to be seen on these enormous screens. It is this massive first impression experience. And I feel a little sad for those that are seeing it on something smaller because it just doesn't seem to do it justice. Hopefully people will come see it on the biggest screen possible. But it's one of those that gets tricky because the IMAX screens, we've got five of them Mm -hmm. at Megaplex here in Utah. And films that have been made and formatted for IMAX we end up with a bit of a traffic jam. So we have to get ready to release the next film and the next film and the next film. Oh, so James right. Bond was on 
James Bond was on IMAX, and then Dune came out formatted for IMAX. We've got other films, including Eternals, coming up that are formatted for IMAX. So if you want that experience, you need to get into a theater and see these big movies. That makes sense. And you can always find those those listings and those timings at megaplextheaters.com. Um, so that's, that's a bit helpful there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Or, or our mobile app, easy to find. And really, it's a first world problem. We're, we're right. grateful to have that kind of content coming at this steady pace now. Well, and I'm so excited because like people are going back to the theaters and it's a perfect time to go back to the theaters because, you know, sadly, in a couple of days here, by the time this is aired, Halloween is over. I'm a little sad because it's my favorite time of the year. <laughs> but other people's favorite time of the year, Christmas starts. And you guys have some really cool gift giving ideas for the Megaplex for the holiday season. We do. And now's the time to be thinking about it. I think of Megaplex Gifts as the perfect get-out-of-jail-free card <laughs> as far as gift-giving. Because you think of how hard it is to shop for some people. Mm-hmm. It, it, I've got my own list that is just virtually impossible. And yet everyone's got their favorite film. Mm-hmm. And so finding finding a Megaplex gift basket, having that sort of hidden around somewhere, it's, it's that last-minute gift that you can have already available, kind of hidden up your sleeve and just, oh, yeah. oh here, I've, I've got that for you. Um, and then they can choose which movie they want to see and, and plan their own date night or, or girls night out or guys night out or whatever and make their plans. And we've got the gift baskets. We've got gift cards. We've also got our Megatub tags mm-hmm. on sale now. So anyone with a Megatub dating back to 2015, 2016, whatever, all those tubs can be renewed with a, a 2022 Megatub tag, and we've got those on sale now through our Megaplex store. Uh, you just go online or come into in person and purchase the tag. Mm-hmm. We, we do have more tubs available for those that need them, <laughs> but the good news is you don't have to panic so much because the tags are now available, even though those are in limited supply as well. We, we have to keep a a limit on them because our poppers can only pop so much fresh popcorn. That it's is literally on big movie nights. Our team just <laughs> is working those poppers to death, <laughs> trying to make sure that they can fill all those popcorn tubs that come in. Because well, it's real good. And you guys have the real butter and the fake butter and you you make it wonderful. And I like that you guys are actually transferring to tags because uh, it saves on like plastic and everything. And particularly right now with material shortages because of the pandemic, I think that's a great idea. And I also think it's a great idea for for gift giving this year, your gift cards, because you don't have to worry about a limit of supplies. <laughs> you always are going to be showing shows. It's not like a it's you're <laughs> that's not going to be limited when it comes to the thing. So that's actually one thing I've I've done several times over the years, uh, particularly since so many my friends and everything are are married with kids. I'll get a gift card. Um, and I'll give that to my, my friends and everything, and then I'll offer to babysit that night. So it always it turns into a little bit more than just handing a present to unwrap, but like an event. So That is so cool. Mm-hmm. And, and then we have companies that are buying them as ways to show appreciation for their, their employees or throwing their company parties at Megaplex, mm-hmm. which is another fun thing. People are starting to plan out their, their holiday plans, tying to a movie or, or a classic film. Mm-hmm. making their arrangements ahead of time. And again, just one of those great ideas. We have people that come in who've got clients that they want to kind of woo, so they're either hosting an event or going shopping at the Megaplex store with a gift card or a gift basket. It's a great way to show people how much you care. 
There you go. Well, and with those holiday parties, can you tell me how it's working this year? You know, pandemic's still going. People who who have chosen to be vaccinated, for the most part, are vaccinated. How are you making adjustments so people can be comfortable with those holiday parties? Well, that's the magic of, of having the choice for individual groups. Mm-hmm. So we have got parties set up so that you can maintain whatever standard you're comfortable with sort of with your own gang. So you you decide what's going to work best. We've got auditoriums literally that hold 45 people up to five or 600. Mm-hmm. And depending on how much a group wants to gather together or to spread out, we've got formats that will help them manage that. Um, and our team is is going to great lengths to make sure everyone feels comfortable and safe. We've got caterers set up with our banquet facilities so that we can do the buffet, we can do the luxury thing that way, or we can do boxed meals for people that want to sort of lessen the contact person to person. That's nice. And we get it. Not everyone's in the same place facing the same risk, and, and we understand we're so thrilled to be back at this level, and we just don't want to go any take any steps backwards. Mm-hmm. So we want to help everyone go through celebrating as safely and responsibly as possible, and our team's ready and willing to help out as best we can. That's so cool. Well, and, you know, I'm looking forward to those holiday events, the holiday films that are coming out, you know, those holiday parties. You you also have classic holiday films that you can show for those and the big movies that are coming up. You know, we have one of the bigger weekends for uh, for movie theaters. We have um, Thanksgiving weekend coming up and we got a new Disney coming up in that one. Um, Why don't we go ahead and we take a break now and when we come back, let's talk about these bigger films coming up. We have Eternals. We have Spencer. I'm excited for Ghostbusters. Insanely excited. <laughs> and uh, we get a call. <laughs> we get a call, right? And it looks so good. And I love that it looks like a younger cast, and it looks more like a, a love note to to the originals. And oh, I'm so excited. Um, and then the Encanto is coming out on the Thanksgiving weekend, and that's the new Disney one. And it looks so magical. So let's go ahead and take a break here, um, and we'll talk about films coming up in November in our next segment. We'll be right back. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. We are doing our November check-in with the Megaplex Theater. We have our great friend Jeff Whipple with us today. Uh, But I am so excited because coming up in November, we have a new MCU movie. And it's actually a world within the MCU, within the Marvel Universe that I'm not as familiar with. We have Eternals. And that comes out... November 5th. November 5th. So next week, the first week of November. Oh, wow. So it's coming right up. And it's... It's a huge film. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! It's I've seen it. I've talked to people who have followed Marvel, and this one is origin story of bigger things, oh, wow. and it's really, really entertaining. 
That's so cool. And it's in the Marvel Universe, but it sounds a little bit different. Like, it's a whole different team of superheroes. They're kind of the Eternals, so they, they've been here around for quite a while. And it has these really big names in it. I'm excited to see Angelina Jolie on the, the screen again. I haven't seen her up on the big screen in, in ages now. The cast is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek. The list is just huge. And what's fascinating, they tease it a little bit at the beginning of the of the film, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I, <laughs> I, I have to be so careful. But it reminds me of every humanities class I had in college and the great mythology that has existed for centuries around the world. Really? And there are moments that you go, oh, I get it. That's where that's coming from. So these Eternals have been on earth for a long 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 time and they have been around the world a long 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 time and there are moments in the history of this planet that the marvel team has cleverly integrated into this backstory mm-hmm. that lays this foundation for who knew that there was like evil forces in the universe out there that were going to cause trouble and we were going to need some people with some particular skills to tackle it so here we go. We're off to phase four. <laughs> and buckle up. It plays differently than the previous Marvel films, which is also one of those things that, really? Okay, you're going to do this now. All right, here we go. <laughs> um, well, we're in a new phase. We've we got to shake it up. We, have a, we need to have a little different storytelling going on. Yeah, this is, this is a little, well, it's so far different than your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Wow. But, you think of how each of these characters in the previous generations of Marvel films have not only tackled individual villains. You know, my my neighborhood Spider-Man's tackling the local bad guy that's causing commotion, yeah, on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. This is tackling some issues the cosmos needs to address. And apparently there are some supervillains out there that have been causing problems all over the place. And... Uh, once again, we need to unite some folks with some special abilities to uh, to help us out. Fascinating film. I'm, oh. I'm looking forward to hearing from people's reaction. I I hope Andy gets a chance. I haven't seen his review yet, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm anxious to hear what he he says because he he speaks this language much more fluently than I do. See, and I'm so mad because I accidentally missed the screening and I didn't realize it till I looked at my email and it was going on that second. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, it's fine. Andy is more versed in it anyway, so he'll be able to tackle that. But so that's the big opening weekend of November is Eternals. And then we have a big red one (laughs) coming out the weekend (laughs) after. I don't know. That was kind of stupid. Tell tell me a little (laughs) bit about Clifford the Big Red Dog. (laughs) We we all grew up with this wonderful children's story. Mm -hmm. And this is a fresh take on that story. A lovely, lovely story and a charming film. The thing that I can relate to is I've got a zillion nieces and nephews, and back in the day I could appreciate, you know, you leave uncle uncle in charge for a, a day and mom's got to go off and do something. Uncle's in charge and madness ensues. A, a young girl falls in love with a dog, and through through a bit of a wink and some magic in the universe i guess it's um, her love her love <laughs> the, the the more the more you love a dog the 
bigger the love grows and well what are you going to hold that much love than a big red dog so (laughs) it's just one of those great films I'm looking forward to taking my grandkids to it we read the stories and it's so much fun Uh, and it's just a big a big family friendly film which we love doing anytime we can bring people together like that and bring a new generation into what's been a beloved character for so long we're thrilled and we've actually got some fun displays coming up at various Megaplex locations. Aww. So there, there's some fun opportunities here at Megaplex for Clifford the Big Red Dog. That is cool. Well, like I remember reading those books when I was younger. And like I was even before the, the PBS show when I was younger. So like that was how I, I consumed my Clifford. <laughs> and like yeah. everyone loves dogs. So it's it's gonna be great. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean it was it, it was required literature. I remember remember at a certain age. You just and and as our kids grew up and then now our grandkids, yeah. Mm-hmm. One of those stories you just wanna share and and kind of pay it forward. Yeah, you got to share with the next generation. And and speaking of the next generation, Ghostbusters Afterlife is the big movie the weekend after November 19th. Now, I know you have some fun stuff for that because I saw you at Fanix and I saw the giant <laughs> Ghostbusters sign uh, blow up that you guys had. Tell me about uh, Ghostbusters and what you guys are doing to to kind of celebrate that opening on the 19th. This is this is one of my personal, you know, this this is my brand of beverage, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Ghostbusters. The original was a, f- a favorite of mine. A huge, huge fan of the original film. Mm-hmm. I get that song stuck in my head, and it, it's there for days. So, if you're a fan of the original Ghostbusters with Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and the the whole gang, I've described this to people. This is Jason Reitman, son mm-hmm. of Ivan Reitman, the original director. This is Jason's directorial treatment. It's a giant Stay Puft marshmallow hug to not only his dad, but the whole franchise. Salt Lake has a huge Ghostbuster fan base. We've got a great Ghostbusters fan group that gets together. They're out making personal appearances. They've been out through the Halloween season and through the weeks leading up to the, the release of the film. We had the giant inflatable. They had a huge booth with uh, at the Ghostbusters booth at FanX as well. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun film, but it's a fresh take on it. Uh, anyone who's a fan of Stranger Things will love uh, Finn, one of the actors in the story. He plays a key role in this. McKenna Grace is, is tremendous mm-hmm. uh, in this take. And there are so many moments, little Easter eggs throughout the film, not only on scene, but in the soundtrack moments that are just these delightful nods to the original film that I think fans are going to love. Well, and just looking at the trailers and all the promotional materials that have come out, it just looks beautiful. And it doesn't look like just like a a parody or uh, like a a throwback thing, but it feels like an emotional experience as well. Like, I'm really excited for this one. It does. Uh, There are moments where you're going to feel a a bit of a tug on the heartstring. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, as nicely as the original film has held up over time, Mm -hmm. some of the visual effects, we've come a long, long way. (laughs) And what what they're capable of now in the visual effects, we've gone from a giant Stay Puft Marshmallow fan, I'm not spoiling this because it's been in the trailer, to those miniature Stay Puft Marshmallows that are just causing commotion. And oh, I'm so excited. The, the visual effects there are tremendous. What they've done 
with this storyline, with these characters, I think Utah fans are going to love. Well, I'm hoping. And, like, I, I know a little bit because that's one of the big movies everyone's been asking me about. And, like, I literally have a friend that was like, you have to have me go. <laughs> I get to be your plus one. No one else. I'm like, fine, fine. I'll, I'll make sure whoever we guessed for a deep dive is, is taken by Andy or with something. So, so she has already reserved the plus one spot for me when I go see the screening of it. I am so excited about it. Like, there's just... I also just love the supernatural, <laughs> so anytime you're going to throw me a ghost, I'm going to be okay with it. Uh, but if give me Ghostbusters even more. The nice thing is this this film plays with that. It's not too scary. Mm-hmm. There there are moments when clearly we're we're dealing with some <laughs> troubled troubled spirits, but throughout there are fun moments and much like the way Marvel when things were getting really intense, they'd throw in something that would lighten the mood. Mm-hmm. This movie does that so well. Um, so it keeps you just dancing along with them along the tightrope and having fun along the way. Anyone who's <laughs> who's seen the original will will appreciate this film. Oh, that makes me so happy. And then the, the following week leading up to actual Thanksgiving week, which is a big week, Disney has its uh, newest animated feature that looks absolutely magical, Encanto. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that? So this is a story about a Colombian girl mm-hmm. who is surrounded. They, their family lives in a magical house. It's an enchanted house, and everyone in it except this one little girl mm-hmm. has magical powers. And she's sort of left out. And who hasn't felt like the one left out in, as the odd one out in the family? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. So the story has all the elements that are going to make for, I think, another Disney classic. Uh-huh. Um, this one is I think by the same creators of oh gosh I the the team has a tremendous track record and the story is one that I think everyone can relate to young girl who's taken on a, a journey because she's the one feeling left out but her gifts are are certainly going to be expanded on um and she's going to help the family and and the world out it's Disney. They've got the hang of this. And I think this is going to be a great film for, for the holiday week. It starts you know, just days before Thanksgiving holiday. It's going to play beautifully throughout the run of Thanksgiving and into the early weeks before Christmas. Well, and I'm excited, too, because this is like the first big Disney animated show that's going to be in the theaters um, since the pandemic really started. So I'm I'm excited for, for that as well. It's not just a Disney Plus release or anything like that or, or a mixed one. I'm excited to, to really see this vibrant film. And, you know, I'm I love Disney's magic. And I love how inclusive they're being, how they're telling more stories, different stories, vibrant stories. So I'm so excited that we're having someone where it is people from Colombia. Uh, it, it's, it's not just the, the standard European fairy tales told over and over again. So I'm really looking forward to this one, and I hope it just lives up to the hype. I think the visuals are stunning. I think the story is going to be great. And as you said, they're casting a wider net. They're telling stories from different angles than they've done previously. And... They're doing it with a, a different touch, which is nice. People are finding their inner strength and, and tackling their problems in different ways, which I think is, is a story that I think generations are going to appreciate. That's so great. Well, I'm so glad you're able to join us today. It looks like our, our time is up, and sadly, Andy didn't join us. 
I think I'll stay on and, and talk a little bit more about some of the things that, that I'm excited for. You have some special Fathom events coming there, including West Side Story, the original 60th anniversary before the new one coming up in December. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before I, I let you go for today? Thankfully, the, the Hollywood pipeline is, is opening up and we've got fun new films coming the big titles through the end of the year and into early next year are incredible. Mm-hmm. We've got great, great films. And thankfully, we're at a place, knock on everything, yes. <laughs> that, that people are, are feeling more comfortable coming back and, and gathering and seeing these big, big stories, big films on the big screen. And we're thrilled. We're being careful. We're being smart. We're encouraging others. And we're, we're asking people to be you know patient and caring with our team and with each other. Mm-hmm. But Thankfully, things are getting back to normal and we're getting some of these big films. And we're always happy to have you guys play along with us. (laughs) Always, always. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Listeners, go get your Megatub tag, get your holiday gift cards ready to go. I literally will buy gift cards and kind of keep them to the side. (laughs) So if I do have a last minute one, I'll pull those in. But thank you so much, Jeff. And I can't wait to talk to you a little bit more. I may have more time. I want to hear about all the fun stuff coming out, but I'll let you go now and uh, have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Take care. (laughs) Bye. continue just a little bit because there was a few ones we didn't hit that I really wanted to. Uh, Spencer is coming out and that is the film. Uh, it's a bio flick on, uh, of course, Princess Diana. So Spencer is coming out and I'm excited about this. You know, I grew up with Princess Diana. Um, I grew up with that atmosphere of, of just kind of worship of her and then, you know, the divorce and everything like that and the tragedy of, of her death there. And this one looks really exciting because Kristen Stewart is in it. She plays Diana and she looks phenomenal in this film. So I'm very excited to see that one. Another more indie one that's getting a lot of really great praise is King Richard. So King Richard is another biographical drama. Uh, This one is about the story of Venus and Serena Williams as they came up through tennis. So it focuses a lot on the father who encouraged them, was their coach, kept them moving forward. Um, And what's really great about this one is it has Will Smith, one of my favorite actors. um, And it's already getting a little bit of Oscar buzz with him. So that one looks super interesting to me as well. And that one's coming out November 19th. So that's the same weekend as Ghostbusters Afterlife. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to win out that weekend. Now, if we go back just a bit from that weekend, on November the 12th, (laughs) there's a musical coming out. It might be a little bit more obscure for people, and it's called Tick, Tick, Boom. And what I'm excited about this is it was a musical written by Jonathan Larson, um, who actually... He he was the one who wrote Rent, uh, the Broadway show, and he actually passed away before that really came uh, to be the big, huge international phenomenon it's been for the past few decades now. Uh, but in this one, this one really is about Jonathan Larson's life at the point where he he was having a quarter-life crisis as he approached his 30. He didn't feel like he was reaching his dream. Um, you know, and it's kind of poignant because – was it really a quarter life crisis? So it's it's all about building up to that 
30 age mark. <laughs> and that's going to be available to stream actually on Netflix. And it actually has Andrew Garfield in it. Uh, so I'm excited to see if he can sing. <laughs> Uh, we also have, you know, Vanessa Hudgens, Bradley Whiteford, and um, it's actually directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda, one of my favorite, favorite Broadway people. So I have really good hopes for that one. Uh, this one's actually coming to Netflix, so we'll have to see if it's going to be in the big theaters as well. But what's been really cool is they have actually been bringing some of those Netflix films into the theaters, uh, into the Megaplex theaters. Like I know Red Notice is going to be there as well as actually before it premieres on Netflix. So I'm hoping Tick, Tick, Boom might as well be able to be there. You know, there's a couple other ones that people are excited, particularly these kind of niche genres or fandoms. Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City is coming out on the 24th. So it is up against Encanta for that lovely Thanksgiving week. And while I've never really been too much into Resident Evil, I can see myself getting into that. I, I like zombies. <laughs> I think that's zombies. I also like post-apocalyptic world, so we'll figure that out. House of Gucci comes out that weekend as well. And this is something a lot of people have been looking forward to. It is more of an indie film feel to it. It's another biographical crime movie. Um, it's actually directed by Ridley Scott of Alien fame. And it's based on the book, The House of Gucci. Uh, of Gucci, a sensational story of murder, madness, glamour, and greed. Uh, and what's really great about this is it has two of our favorite actors here. We have Lady Gaga in it, as well as, you know, we have Jared Leto, we have Adam Driver. So it's really going to be a phenomenal cast, but I, I don't know if it's going to stand up to, to the Disney blockbuster uh, film coming out at the same week. And I mentioned this earlier. One of the things I'm really excited about and that I love to do is going to special screenings at the Megaplex. These Fathom events um, is some of the big ones with Turner Classic movies. And I'm excited because there's two musicals. Yes, musicals <laughs> that I'm excited to go see. And one of them is actually High Society. Uh, and that's November 10th. It's one of my favorites. Bing Crosby, Grace Kelly, Frank Sinatra. It is just a classic show. And what's great about this one is there's just some awesome music in there. Um, you also get a little bit of uh, Louis Armstrong in there uh, playing his his trumpet. And it's just one of those classic older musicals that you know, it didn't become as beloved as, say, The Wizard of Oz. But it's pretty darn awesome. So that's one of the ones I, I'm looking forward to. And as I mentioned earlier... West Side Story is going to be in the theaters ahead of the new release coming out. So this one is the 60th anniversary. It's a limited engagement. Looks like it's uh, November 28th, and there might be a couple around there as well. And I'm excited because I'm going to watch this. I want to watch this in the big theater, knock on wood. Hopefully I have that in my schedule. That way I can compare the new one that comes out. And what I'm excited for is, you know, I've, I've been in productions of West Side Story. I, I'm a jet. <laughs> I was a jet, I should say. And there's something so beautiful and iconic about the choreography, the music. It's been refreshed a few times. One of the most recent Broadway and then touring cast, they actually had more Spanish infused into it, which was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So I'm excited to see that on the big screen and then be able to compare it to the new Spielberg that's coming out December 10th, I believe. Um, so those are some of the ones I'm really excited about. Let me see if there's any other ones everyone might love. 
You know, it's the Megaplex, so often what they do when a movie comes out on a Friday, they do an early release on Thursday evening is what they're called. They kind of turn it into a fun thing. So they're going to do that with the Ghostbusters. It looks like they're doing that with Clifford the Big Red Dog. And then they have a few of these more local people are going to want to likely to enjoy, such as on November 28th, there's a a Lindsey Sterling concert. Lindsay Sterling, Home for the Holidays. And that says it's going to be breathtaking performance and heartwarming, inspirational Christmas music. Which I can't believe we're that close to the end of the year, close to the holidays. And sadly, that also means we're close to the end of this program. Thank you so much for joining us today, for listening this episode of Fan Effect. Uh, Go to the movies in November. Enjoy yourself. Megaplex has some cool stuff going on. Uh, Beyond sci-fi, fantasy, gaming, and tech, we are excited to share with you our knowledge and often arguments on everything pop culture and fandom. Based in the beautiful Beehive State, Fan Effect celebrates Utah's unique fan culture, and we are excited to bring you local guests that feel the same way. I'm your host, Kellyanne Halverson. Sadly, Andy never made it up today. Sad, sad, sad. Um, But we are so excited you're able to listen and want to remind you to listen regularly on your favorite platform at kslnewsradio.com, kslpodcast.com, or even on the KSL News Radio app. Do you have a fun idea or local fan culture topic you would like us to explore? Let us know by messaging our Facebook at Fan Effect Show, uh, where you can also get the latest nerdly updates and join the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Fan Effect Show and Twitter at Fan Effect Show. And if you're liking what you're doing, please help us by giving us a rating and sharing this podcast with others. Thanks again for listening, and we hope to have you back real soon for another episode of Fan Effect. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.